Hi, I'm Lydia. And hi, I'm Flonika. And welcome to Pop Rocks and Tea, a podcast where we talk about all things pop culture and all the tea that comes with it. And in this episode, we're talking about 2021. What a year it has been. I mean, I honestly like can't believe the entire year is over because I feel like everything happened and nothing happened. I don't know. That's me every year. Oh, I'm so with you on that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good year for content. Like, I'll give it that. I feel like there were a ton of new shows that came out. There was like a bunch of new good music. Um, We could watch movies in the movie theater, which is huge. Oh, yeah, for sure. Although like all the movies that I saw in a movie theater this year were Marvel movies, of course. Of course. It's very on brand, Lydia. You guys will find out. (laughs) Oh, yes, you will. So to wrap up the year, we're going to quiz each other on 2021's major pop culture moments. So you guys can play along in your head if you want. I don't know if you're like commuting, if you're back to working in your workplace, you know, this will be a fun little metro train ride for you. But if you don't know any of the answers, you don't have to worry, which is not the same for us. Because Lydia, do you want to explain the rules? Yes. So the winner gets to pick an embarrassing picture of the loser to post on our Instagram story. And this is absolutely a plug for our Instagram page, which all of you guys should go and follow. It's at Pop Rocks and Tea Pod. But um, yeah, I'm terrified because I feel like I'm really bad at trivia. I don't think you should be terrified at all. (laughs) I think this is going to be fun. I'm very excited. I feel like I have some solid questions. I think you'll get the answers. I I feel like you have some solid questions too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's just, okay, let's just get into it because I've honestly had anxiety about this all day and yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So my first question, 2021 was a pretty big year for celebrity couples, I feel. Kourtney Kardashian got engaged this past year to mm-hmm. drummer Travis Barker. Mm-hmm. So my question for you is, what pop punk band is Travis Barker the drummer for? Oh my God, I know this. Oh my God. The only reason I know this is because I have like a little bit of an unhealthy obsession with the Kardashian-Jenners. Um, Blink-182. That is correct. Oh my God. A point for Sonica. Amazing. I'm keeping a tally, by the way. Okay, good, 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 good. So my question for you, Lydia, in this season of Selling Sunset, the season that just came out, Christine, our villain extraordinaire, had one major lie running throughout the season. And that lie was that her ex-boyfriend cheated on her with Emma. But what does Christine claim that that boyfriend bought her? Was it, it was an engagement ring, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, where is this so going? <laughs> okay, okay, sweet. We're one, one and one. one. Yeah. Okay, my next question. So it's no secret that Sonic and I love Simu Liu. Absolutely. He became the breakout star this year in Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings, but he's also well known for his role in Kim's Convenience, a show we both love. Yeah. However... He didn't always know that he wanted to be an actor. What was his job before he became an actor? Or like, what did he study in university? Okay, I was going to say, because those are two different questions. It's the same thing. Well, before he became an actor, he was a stock picture, stock image model. Yes, that's true. But he studied 
finance business business finance <laughs> you're so close A- accounting yep oh my god okay i it's got accounting. it business i will count finance. that come on i will count that he said it in interviews that it was accounting okay thank you lydia you're being very gracious with the point okay all right um my next question in the iconic netflix k-drama squid game there was one song that was played during wake up and during like the game announcements and i feel like sometimes they would play it like after they were done with the games as well what song was that oh my gosh i know this it's like the blue danube oh my right god, yes <laughs> oh my god yes let's go oh my gosh wow this is really like helping me um giving me validation that like we can run a pop culture podcast this is great (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I'm so glad this is giving you validation (laughs) I knew the whole time we could do this I I knew you know that's because Lydia's a podcast queen she she knows how to do this no I will not (laughs) I will not accept that title at the moment (laughs) all right um next question for you so this is kind of more broad question but I feel like you would definitely be able to get this. But what hit song was the most played song on Spotify globally in 2021? Stop. I feel like I have the same question, but like rephrased. Was it All Too Well, Taylor's version? That's wrong. Oh my God. Wait. That isn't correct. Oh my God. Think about like all the big musical like breakouts okay. this year. The top song played on Spotify. The number one Spotify song? Yes. Like think about a song that like really came out of nowhere. <laughs> the driver's license? Yes, it oh is my driver's God. license. You do not get the <sighs> I point. Don't get the point. But you got it. Damn. Olivia Rodrigo, man. Okay. Fine. It's I know she's killing it. She's killing it. Absolutely killing it. Um Okay. Well, let me skip my Taylor Swift question. It's so funny. I think I also have a Taylor Swift question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. Because if I don't get it, that, that'd be <laughs> a little embarrassing for me if I don't get it. Um, okay. Joe Biden's inauguration was in 2021, if you can believe. So there were several iconic performers during his inauguration ceremony, but one of them published three books last year. Who was it? One of them published three books. Damn, this is hard. You know it. Can I get it? Is it Amanda Gorman? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Okay. I was like thinking, I was like, who is at the inauguration? (laughs) Lady Gaga? I'm like, Lady Gaga doesn't have a book. (laughs) (laughs) She definitely doesn't have three that all came out in 2021. No. And then I was also thinking Michelle Obama. Oh, Right. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Next question is the Taylor Swift question that I have. Okay. My body is ready. <laughs> Taylor Swift's 10-minute version of All Too Well became the longest song, like song in length, to top the Billboard Hot 100 last year. What song held the record previously? Oh, my God. She made a TikTok about it. Bohemian Rap Rhapsody? No. Although it's another song from the 70s. It is another song from the 70s. Oh my god. I like 
know that I saw this information as well. It's from the 70s. American Pie? Is that from the 70s? That's right. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, okay. I was about to be like, there was a movie that came out in the 90s. We, <laughs> it's okay, name. we didn't have to go there. <laughs> I has, I'm hesitating to give you the point on know, that because you did I guess know. Bohemian Rhapsody I know. first. I don't deserve it. Okay. So right now it is two to three and I am in the lead. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I still got some stuff to ask you. All right. <laughs> Hit me. Let's go. I'm going to give you a little Kardashian question as well. Okay. So it was a big year for the Kardashians. Kim and Kanye broke up. Travis and Courtney got together, got engaged. Kylie's pregnant. Um, but which member of the family launched a new business? And what was that new business? Shoot. <laughs> a new business. Skims wasn't launched this year, I don't think. And it wasn't the tequila. I know that Kendall Jenner has her tequila thing, but that's been going. Is it Chloe? Didn't she, like, do something with, like, workout? (laughs) (laughs) You have an answer. I, I think what I'm saying is I don't have the answer. I think I am stumped. Okay. It's okay. So... This will put into context how long the year 2021 was because it was Kendall and her 818 tequila. What? That was this year? It came out in May. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. I'm so dumb. (laughs) Oh my God. I held it together as you like thought over that and I didn't give anything away. (laughs) You had a poker face. Thank you. Just absolutely nothing. Damn. Okay. 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 We're still two and three. Two and three. All right. Okay. I'm going to skip my squid game question because I also (laughs) had a squid game question. And I'm going to give you my Ariana Grande question. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Okay. Ariana Grande dropped Ariam Beauty in 2021, a makeup line named after her song from the album Sweetener. Mm Mm-hmm. Who are the song's original producers? Name one. They're like famous people. Who produced R.E.M.? Yes. You know? She's like mentioned people that she's worked with on the album before. I know. Scooter mm, Braun? He's her manager. <laughs> so it is not Scooter Braun. Um, I will let you keep guessing though. This one was one of the harder questions that yeah. I came up with but I thought you would be able to get it because you're an Ari fan you have a hint okay one of them sings a song <laughs> about being happy <laughs> like a roof, roof. yes <laughs> really? one of them oh my yes. gosh I, I like did not know this at all <laughs> and the other one at least the other like famous one is T-Pain no yes and I know this what? because there is a TikTok that T-Pain posted uh-huh. being like, hey, I actually worked on this with Pharrell like 10 years ago. I have this snippet of this little beat that we came up with and it's called Dream. And he can't, like, it's him singing like, you're such a dream to me. Like, no oh, joke. my God. Yes, it's real. Okay, absolutely do not give me this point because like I was head empty 
smooth brain on this one. <laughs> All good. All good. It was hard. It was hard. It was a hard one. This is the thing, guys. I'm based in India and TikTok is banned over here. So if you guys want to like send recordings of stuff to our Instagram. <laughs> Please send Sonica TikToks. Really help a sister out. <laughs> That's all I need. Wow. Okay. My question. In season two of Never Have I Ever, Baby decides to date both Paxton and Ben instead of making a choice like a normal person. What was her reasoning behind doing this? I mean, I feel like she was just like, I mean, like, why not? Like, I get the best of both worlds. Why do I have to pick? But why did she think she wasn't going to get caught? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I haven't watched this in a hot minute. I don't know. I give up. It's okay. It's because she thought she was moving to India. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are so right. Oh, my God. I forgot that that was even a plot point because I think it's nixed by, like, episode two, right? Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally like, I'm going to India, and then I'm not going to India. Sorry if you've not seen season two of Never Have I Ever yet. If you've not seen season two of Never Have I Ever yet, like... I'll give you my Netflix password. Come on now. Like, <laughs> go watch it. It's funny. Okay. My next question for you is about Britney Spears. So, Britney Spears was freed from her conservatorship this past year, in which her father controlled most facets of her life. How long did that conservatorship last? Like, ballpark a number? Um, 13 years. That's correct. We are tied. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Tiebreaker question. Who was the Hollywood star who fell terribly downhill after allegations of I don't know how to say this without giving it away. <sighs> okay. Allegations of sexual abuse and cannibalism. Oh. Came out. It's Army Hammer. <laughs> you just say cannibalism, and it's like, all right, there's only one guy who we know who's doing right. that. There's one, like, actor, at least, that's doing that. <laughs> that we know of. Well, now I get to choose which lovely, lovely photo of yourself to post on our Instagram. <laughs> It'll be real cute. I'll choose a real cute one, I promise. Okay. Thank you, Lydia. I got you. I was really close. I almost You won. were. You were really close. You did really well. So now that we have wrapped up 2021, let's talk about what we're most excited about in 2022, because there's a lot of good stuff coming out this year. I already know that you are going to lose your damn mind over all the Marvel movies that are about to drop. I mean, first of all, we're getting the Black Panther sequel, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which I don't know how they're going to do that now that Chadwick Boseman sadly passed mm -hmm. in 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's going to be interesting to see if they replace him, if they make somebody else the Black Panther, if they already shot it right. and they're just, you know, piecing together what they can. I feel like they definitely shot some stuff beforehand. Yeah, no, I definitely think they did too. Because like, 
with Marvel, their schedule is like at least two years in advance. So maybe they have something, but I guess we will have to find out. And then the next Marvel movie that I'm excited about is Thor Love and Thunder, which is going to be interesting because Natalie Portman is now going to be Thor. Like her character Jane is now taking on the character of Thor. That's kind of iconic. Right? It's going to be like girl power. Yeah. And then we also have Tessa Thompson coming back as Valkyrie. Amazing. They're going to be stunning. It's going to be great. It's going to be love and thunder, baby. Exactly. And then we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which he's teaming up with Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch from WandaVision. And we're getting another Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, part one. Very important. Part one. It's a part one. I don't know why they're splitting it into two parts, but it must be epic. Mm -hmm. I mean, they did it with Harry Potter and it paid off. Right. Exactly. So... Yeah, that's the, that's all the Marvel stuff I'm excited to see. I mean, I'm not the biggest superhero fan, but I feel like this podcast is going to make me do all of my superhero homework because, I mean, I've heard such good things about like WandaVision and the new Spider-Man movie. So I just kind of like buckle down and get into it. But I honestly am really excited about this new era of reality TV because I feel like, you know, we had, like, the Keeping Up with the Kardashians legacy. And now that that's wrapped up, I feel like there's finally a little more space in that realm to go into new topics, like new angles of reality TV. And I think Netflix is producing, like, some of the best content out there. Oh, I agree. They're killing it. So good. It's just, like, all so fresh, you know, because... So I have a few examples. We had Spelling Sunset, which gives us all the tea on the lives of the ultra-rich, ultra-glam, LA real estate agents. The last season ended on a little bit of a tease because like one of the real estate agents, Chriselle, is dating her boss, Jason Oppenheim. So you get like a little bit of like, oh, this is going on already in real life. We've seen the magazine covers and all of that stuff. But then we also get like, complexity from the other characters like you have Amanza who's been dealing with really real issues like child custody and it just like brings like layer and dimension it's not just like oh my god everyone's rich and like everyone has like really surface level problems no I'm with you on that like they're rich but like they also sell houses like they're working women and I appreciate that It's it's a little girl boss it's a little power move But like, I'm here for it. Oh, 100%. So entertaining. Absolutely. Okay, so then there's Bling Empire, which was also one of my favorites. This is like Crazy Rich Asians to the next level. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like the Crazy Rich Asians and then like Kevin, their like friend that they adopted (laughs) into their group. (laughs) Right. I'm like, hi, Kevin. How do I also join this friend group? (laughs) Um. Same, same. I feel like he's definitely doing much better now that he has this Netflix deal. But I mean, like, it's just cool because you see, like, these people are from a bunch of different countries and are, like, originally from a bunch of different countries in East Asia, ethnically. And you see, like, the overlaps in the culture, the differences in the culture. Then you also see, like, Dior coming and, like, bringing clothes to this woman's home for her to try on and, like, shop, like, without her leaving her living room, which is 
insane. Oh yeah, for sure. There's just so many cre- like crazy personalities on that show too that make it so entertaining. Like I want to be Anna, but I also want to befriend Anna. And she's like, <laughs> she's like the oldest person in the group. Like, I'm not sure how old she is, but my guess would be like, what 50s 60s she has like all this money and owning right? it owning it <laughs> keeping it classy but like also doing whatever she wants she's not married I don't think or anything yeah I think she's definitely single but she'll just be the type of friend that's like oh do you want to go to lunch like my private jet's like out front we can just fly <laughs> to Paris real quick let's go literally literally I'm like sign me up <laughs> I just want to be friends with all of these people oh yeah same in terms of other Netflix shows at least that I'm looking forward to we're getting another Stranger Things season this year I have been waiting for this for so long because the last season came out in what 2018 that's too long yeah this season's gonna be wild because I think the last season left off with a bunch of loose ends of like where the characters are going to go. Like there are characters moving away and like some went missing. We don't know where they are. And like, I don't want to give like too much away, but very excited to go back into the upside down. Okay. My question for you, question and confession. Yes. I am scared of stranger things. Okay. I don't know. That's a reasonable. Yeah. I just like whatever, like the, the monster was, in the first season is too much for me but I'm also like if it's like Riverdale level scary like I feel like I can take it I would say it's definitely more on like Riverdale scary I don't do scary things I don't like jump scares I don't like horror movies I don't like most gore I say most because I make exceptions for some shows like there are some shows where I'm like I can sit through like 10 minutes of this for like 40 minutes of good content Mm -hmm. but I would I would categorize it more as like a thriller show than like a horror show, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. I think the characters do a really good job of like, you know, you kind of want to see what happens to them. Like they really like you really feel for them and you kind of like sit through, you know, the creepy stuff uh, just to see if like, are they going to make it out? Okay. So. Okay. So like suspense, but not like horror. Correct. Because I was hesitant, too, when I first started watching the show. I was like, what am I getting myself into? But it ended up being, like, one of my favorite shows of all time. So, all right. I will give it a try, then. I'll try to start watching it before the new season comes out. I also don't know if you picked up on it, but I'm just very into any, like, sci-fi action people with supernatural powers type of shows. (laughs) Well, okay, Lydia, are you still watching Riverdale? That's what I need to know. I am not. I like thought about tuning into the episodes with Sabrina because yeah. I really liked Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I say liked in a in a past tense because after like season two, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> That's when I was like, are we in the upside down? This doesn't make sense. It's the same creators, and I just. I just want to talk. I also just want to talk. Yeah, I I was like tempted. I was like, maybe I should restart. (laughs) That's too much work. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Also, if you'd like a review of the episodes, what is it? It's like a five-parter with the Sabrina (laughs) cast. We will do it. 
we can do that. We can do that. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. So aside from movies and TV, there's new music coming out this year. So Sonica, what artists or albums are you excited to hear? I mean, should we just like start with Dawn FM by The Weeknd, which just dropped? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have listened I, to it, it. I love. You liked it. I liked it. I My only thing was, I feel like a lot of the songs sounded similar. I felt the same way. Yeah. I would have loved a little bit of variation because they all had that like very chill, like early, to, I don't know, like eight, I don't know, music eras. It sounded like the soundtrack of Stranger Things to me. That's what it sounded like. Oh my God. Every single time the like radio host or whatever was like, you're listening to Dawn FM. I was like, this is out of a movie. I was like, no radio host sounds like this, first of all. I was like, I get what you're trying to do, but I don't know how it connects to the narrative. Because, like, the narrator will come on and be like, before you step into the afterlife, listen to the smooth (laughs) sounds of Dawn FM radio. And I'm like, okay. And then the song will be, like, about this woman that The weekend once loved, but now is with somebody else and he's like girl I can't get over you like it that's like I'm like what does that have to do with the larger message going into the afterlife yeah but yeah what are you looking forward to wow I think all my picks are like albums that are rumored to come out this year but not 100% confirmed the one that I'm really waiting for is SZA's I have been in love with her for so long and she just writes music that speaks to my soul and she keeps dropping singles like we got good days last year which was fantastic and we got i hate you which was also fantastic i really like i hate you like so good you can't not say that line without the conviction like if you wonder if i hate you i, I do. do like she just writes lyrics that just like they're poetic, but they also speak to a lot of people and a lot of emotions. And I love songwriters that can do that. So I'm excited to finally hear something sonically cohesive by her. Just yeah. A full finished project. I'm ready for it. Yeah. We, we've waited long enough. Yeah, for sure. And then same thing with Kendrick Lamar. He's kind of been absent. He's been working with Baby Keem, but I, I'm ready for like a full length LP from him as well mm-hmm. and then in terms of like popular stuff I would say like Cardi B is also on my radar yes I've also heard the little rumors that she's gonna drop something I would like her to drop something this year <laughs> I really would yeah it's time we need we need a Cardi B anthem again but how about you what's on your radar in terms of music so I have my eyes on the new Charlie XCX album and believe that's coming out in March and I am so excited because Good Ones was the number one song on my 2021 Spotify wrapped so I just know I just know she always delivers she does she does always deliver I have been following her since like I was in high school like when she was doing like really indie stuff and I just I love her I love her what what more can I say um, I don't know how to say this person. FKA Twigs. Yes, it's FKA Twigs. FKA Twigs, really? 
Yeah, that's how it's, yeah. I say, fucka. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. I was like, I was like, FK Twix, she's like too cool for that, you know? I was like, it's probably like, fucka Twix. <laughs> <laughs> it is in fact, FKA Twigs. FK Twigs is dropping an album today, which I mean, I already know it's going to be amazing, but she's got some really great collabs lined up. She's got a collab with Georgia Smith on there. She's got Daniel Caesar. So it's going to be good. No, I'm I'm also excited for this. I mean, I also love Georgia Smith and I love Daniel Caesar. It's going to be like her like cool girl music. I'm a very much so like a mainstream pop girl with like hints of like other genres in there so you know i'm just gonna describe her as cool girl music and i'm ready for that but yeah you know the one thing i really like learned about myself in 2021 was that i really love hype music because most of the time i'm listening to music while i'm working out or i need to hype myself up to go to grad school (laughs) I'm in the car and I'm like, I can't listen to chill music right now. So what really just does it for me is K-pop. I listen to a lot of K-pop when I work out as well. So Ugh, it's so good. I honestly, I just love not being able to understand what they're saying because I can just like completely like zone out and like enjoy the music and just be hyped. Also the beats that they're producing, like unmatched. What? Unmatched, babe so good so good nobody's doing it like the k-pop artists and i mean they produce so much stuff over the course of a year like it's actually insane um so yeah i'm not even worried i know there's going to be no shortage of bops from that end it's going to be great it's going to be great so yeah a lot to be excited about in 2022 it's gonna be good and there's so much that we didn't even mention but let us know what you're looking forward to this year and we might cover it in future episodes. Yeah, we'll be releasing new episodes every other Friday. But in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Pop Rocks and Teapod. And the links to all of our socials will be in the description so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this first episode of Pop Rocks and Tea. I'm really excited for all the tea that this year is going to bring us. And I'm so excited to be doing this with you, Lydia. Oh, I'm so excited to do this with you too. So until next time, get some pop rocks, drink some tea, and don't forget to take care of yourself. Be good to yourself this week. Bye. Bye.